Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sykes looks like I hit a home run on Valentine's Day. I got the text this morning, pictures of the little one with their balloon. Ah, very oh, good. Flowers. So. Nice. Well done. You scored some points. Impressive. You know all what? it took was five minutes of Harris Teeter. Eh, it was it a selfish endeavor. You did that so you would look good. Sure. You make that argument. Sure. Yeah. Or you could just say it's a defensive move. Like, if you don't, you're then you're a jerk. Like, yeah. you didn't even think about us one day a year. You got to think about us on <laughs> Valentine's Day. Right. Well, I just said to D, I know the gym's on. I just said to D, uh, you know, I'd take you out to dinner tomorrow, but I can't. There so, you have it. Happy look. Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works sometimes. Yeah. You do a late dinner, go out for uh, drinks late. <laughs> First of all, she's a teetoler. <laughs> yeah, that's not fun. It's, yeah. How fun is that? Yeah. All right, joining us right now is Jim Van Stone. He's got a fancy title. He's he the president of business operations and chief commercial officer at Monumental Sports and Entertainment, a good friend of the show. Happy Valentine's Day, JVS. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Hope you're doing well. And, yeah. uh, you know, you guys actually should plan on taking your your sweethearts and your Valentines out to a Capture Wizards game oh. down the line. Oh, oh I that. might be doing that. That's, that <laughs> I, think I, got to, I think I'm going to the Warriors you game, right? You guys still haven't done the loft. No, the oh. Hennessy. Yeah, the Hennessy. Is it called the loft? It is. It's the yeah. Hennessy loft. That's right. Honestly, where, where, that's only a sampling of hopefully what we're going to build out for the fan experience at Potomac Yard. All right. <laughs> so let's get into it. I don't know. Did you hear? Salvo. He's just did like you hear confident. our uh, interview with Andrew McDonald? And, and and maybe you can tell us if you've had any experience um, talking to him and his group, which is the Coalition to Stop the Arena. You know, I, I haven't personally met Andrew, and I think we appreciate everyone's opinion. I mean, you know, and, and we're really bullish on the opportunity. We think, you know, certainly facts are a stubborn thing, and, you know, we think this is a game-changing opportunity not only for our fans but for the market. It talks about the regionalism of, you know, what we think we represent here in the, the overall DMV, and, you know, we think it's going to be a game-changing opportunity not only for the state of Virginia, the city of Alexandria, but I think for the region as a whole uh, from a sports fan, fan standpoint. So we're excited about it. Jim, can you give us a little perspective here just sort of on the process? Because I was under the impression that, okay, this part passed, right? And then the next part, they're thinking it may not. And then it sounded like Andrew thinks, like, that's it. It's just going to squash it. 
But I feel like there's a lot more that can happen. This could be like a prolonged thing, right? Are, are, were you surprised at his sort of, uh, I guess, excitement at the possibility of this being a dead deal? You know what? Uh, I, I think we respect everyone's opinion. No, we, we weren't surprised. We, we were really excited about the opportunity. I think the, uh, the vote in, in the legislature we were very happy with, with the win yesterday in that process. It really had a, a great opportunity to progress the bill into the Senate. And you know what? We feel really good about the overall project. Our government relations people have spent a ton of time down in Richmond. Uh, we worked with a lot of key constituents. The city of Alexandria has been a fantastic partner you know, for us in this process, but we think we're just really gaining momentum. And, you know, I, I think the most important thing for us is really to make sure over, you know, hopefully the next four weeks or so that we really educate the, the greater community on, you know, the impact of what this project is going to bring, not only the Northern Virginia, but the greater Washington region. Jim, one of the things that I think you guys have pointed out to people that are disappointed that you'd be moving out of the city is how close it is to the city. You've talked about the proximity that it's it's less than four miles from the current arena. Now, what the other side has said is, well, it's not set up for an arena. Can you address that specifically, like parking is going to be an issue? So, you know what, that is the biggest thing that we're focused on. I think, and the great thing is that we've got a five-year runway before the project actually opens and the arena opens. I mean, there is a huge commitment, you know, not only from the city, the state, us at Monumental, you know, our partners in JBG Smith. I mean, transportation is going to be critical. And, you know, we've got really great experts, uh, a company called Kimberly Horn, that's doing studies and analysis for us. And, you know, we think there is a, you know, really great runway to, to, to make it as easy and convenient as possible. There's going to be more parking spots on the arena complex you guys have parked in the arena mm-hmm. you know before a capital one arena Thanks we only have you. about 300 parking spots i mean we're gonna have 2200 parking spots you know within a, a block radius you know of, of the arena and surrounding the arena so i i think between that the metro stop you know the public transportation the ride shares i mean there is a going to be a tremendous amount of effort and focus on that and we think the the, the, the transportation piece is going to be smooth and easy. I mean, but it's going to take a lot of work and dedication. And, you know, there's a big commitment from all the parties to, to really support that in a robust Jim, way. Can I follow up with that? So because yeah. I don't uh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure I was under that impression. So are you saying that the new spot will ultimately have more parking than the current spot? You know, as far as our arena complex, yes, without a doubt. I mean, you know, the surrounding areas and everything like that, I think, you know, collectively, you know, there's a couple thousand spots. So there's going to be really ample amount of parking spaces for guests to come in and patrons to come in. And, you know, that was a key uh, decision maker for us. We wanted to make sure that the transportation, the ease of getting to the campus was as convenient as it possibly could be for our customers and fans. And, you know, that's always been a focus of Ted. I mean, he has always talked to and we organizationally have talked about the driveway to drive experience for our guests. I mean, that matters in the overall experience, and we want to make it smooth and easy. So, yes, there's going to be a lot of focus on the transportation piece of it. And, you know, at the same point in time, I think we want to be respectful. We're going to be uh, a new member of the neighborhood, and and we want to be and do things right for the community uh, of Alexandria, the Delray community, and the surrounding areas. Well, how can you make the transport? I'm I'm sure you guys have thought of it. I'm sure you have an answer. But how can you make the it's the coming and going easier if there's really only one way in and out. You know, I, I think maybe there is expansion of lanes. I, I think there's dedicated lanes. I think there's timing of lights that can be really efficiently done. I think there's, you know. You build uh, like an overpass or something? Model. 
What's that? You build like new. Is there a way to do something like that? Like new roads? Like there, there could be possibilities of that. I mean, doing certainly, studies. you know, exits off of you know a, a variety of different thoroughfares could happen in the process. I think opening up, you know, space. I mean, the location of the arena is going to be three blocks in from Route One, uh, hugging basically the GW Parkway. So there is a lot of ways to to create the landscape to really make it a lot more efficient for guests coming into the building and arena. And you know, that's that's critical for us. I mean, you know, we don't want people to have longer commutes to get to the facility. We want people to come early and stay late. I mean, we want to make it, you know, right. as turnkey as possible. So I think that's a big commitment. And, you know, public transportation is a big part of that also. I mean, we will work with WMATA and, you know, I think hopefully ex- expanding the opportunity with the Metro stop at Sare. You know, I think there's ride share opportunities from that standpoint, certainly busing and shuttles. I mean, there's a variety of different ways that you really can, you know, approach this in a very robust way. And there's a big commitment from all parties uh, to make sure that that's a primary focus. Jim, in a hypothetical world, say yeah. the Alexandria location just falls through, it's, it's dead. Does TED and Monumental, do they have alternate sites, like backup sites that you guys are scouting? You know, like, you got to have some plan sort of B. contingency plan in case this doesn't you know, work out. So, you know what? I think we're really highly committed to this project. We, we think this is the most incredible location. We think it's the best centrally located to make it convenient for fans across the entire DMV. So our customers coming from Maryland, from other parts of Virginia, even from the district, we think that's an ideal location. And, you know, we're, we're putting all of our, you know, focus on, on that. We think it is the biggest transformational opportunity. You guys know the arena itself. I mean, it's right now at Capital One Arena, we have four acres of land. This is 12 acres of land better part of a 70-acre development. So there is a much bigger and, and bolder landscape. And then as you're part of National Landing, I mean, the north of everyone knows is Amazon HQ2. You've got Boeing's headquarters. And our neighbor right next to us is going to be the uh, Virginia Tech Innovation Campus for their uh, School of Engineering. So we're really excited about that. You know, we think this is the right spot for us. And, you know, I, I think that's why we're putting so much focus on the Potomac Yard location. Talking to Jim Van Stone, President of Business Operations, Chief Commercial Officer at Monumental Sports and Entertainment. I get the land part. I get all of that. But Kevin Blackstone in the Washington Post wrote about the cultural aspect of moving the team out of D.C. I'm using his language. He said, it's a stabbing, a deep stabbing, excision, a cutting out of yet another part of what was the soul of the city. And in particular, he writes about kind of the black culture and moving basketball out of D.C. How tough is that for you guys to actually do that? Well, you know, first off, I, I, we respect everyone's opinion. We, we don't think that's the case at all. We, we think really uh, we get tremendous support from the district. We get tremendous support from Maryland. We get it from the Virginia. We get it from, you know, the diverse audience of what we have in the greater Washington region. There is not really a big diversity uh, difference between district and uh, the Alexandria location, but we feel really good about, you know, that process. I think one of the things that's really important for us is, is really – you know, the education process of the next four years before we move into the new arena. And, you know, I mean, we have been deeply committed to, uh, you know, the district, you know, the community at large. And, you know, I, I think even, you know, the entertainment and sports arena, we bring 60 basketball games a year just about to the entertainment and sports arena right now in that space. So, you know, we're fully committed to that. We don't think, you know, we're, we're ripping out anything from uh, anyone uh, from under them. And, you know, I, th- I think we've got some time to really educate the marketplace on that. This is a hypothetical, but did yeah. D.C. even have a shot? So the mayor of D.C. said, we'll give you $500 million. This was not necessarily what um, 
that you guys wanted. Mm-hmm. You wanted more than that, but DC was willing to give five hundred million dollars <throat> to stay there. Let's say DC was able to give you everything you had wanted. Would you have stayed there despite the lack of acreage? You know, I, I think it really is about the expansion of the property. If you look at us, so now, it was a done I mean, deal multi- anyway. We we own multiple teams. We own mm-hmm. multiple venues. I mean, we, we we've got a media network. We're just growing at a, a really large rate, and the experience of, of the modern NBA and NHL buildings really uh, need a, a bigger landscape. So I think that the expansion is really the biggest focus for us. I mean, right now we have employees located in five or six different buildings all over the district, you know, in Northern Virginia, and, and this allows us to centralize our employees into one space. I think it allows us to to work on the fan experience. Experience at a much broader level, you know, with having one major complex that's really going to be driving uh, a lot of our key fans to come out to the events that we host. And, you know, we, we think, you know, that space along with, I mean, we're more than just, you know, the 80 Capitals and Wizards games. I mean, sure. you know, we do 60 plus concerts a year. We do multiple family shows. I mean, you know, we think this process and what could be an immersive experience happens through the land piece of this and that's one of the things that we're really excited about you know so you know the 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 conversation with the district you know we've been having conversations for the past two years and you know uh, it was something that you know the virginia opportunity arose in in that time and and we felt that this was the right direction for us to really focus on but it's less to do jim if if i'm here it's less to do with money it's less to do with you know crime in the area it's more to do with you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For us, it is. It's about expansion. It's about creating better experiences for our fans. It's about, you know, people coming early and staying later. It's about immersive experiences that people can have on the campus. I mean, that's the biggest driver for us, you know, along with the, uh, you know, experience that our athletes and our employees and, you know, people in our community have. So for us, we thought that was the right direction. We believe that's the right direction in terms of the way we're going. So, you know, I mean, there's been great history for us in the district. We're proud of that. And, you know, we've also offered to, to continue to be a Capital One Arena in a really robust way from an entertainment facility standpoint and, you know, working in alignment with the district. So we've been very clear in that messaging. And, you know, I, I think certainly the mayor and others will, will have those decisions to make. But, you know, I, I think, you know, for us, this is about expansion. And, you know, we also have a, a deep commitment to the city that we want to stay in that place and really help reimagine, you know, what the Penn Quarter District could be. So hold on. Yeah, let me just – I have another question. But so 
So the idea is in a perfect world, if you have your way, you build a new arena, but then not only do you have like where the go-go play, but you you would still have Capital One and you'd have instead of, you know, 100 concerts a year, 300 concerts a year or whatever. Is that the yeah, idea? I, I think we think the music business is growing rapidly. We think we've become a great destination for NCAA events. We think in a, a perfect partnership. I mean, we could work in alignment with, you know, the convention center and help them bring in more major events on an annual basis. So I think we believe in the growth of women's sports. And, you know, the Mystics have outgrown our 4,000-seat arena. And, you know, mm-hmm. most of the WNBA teams need arenas that are 10,000-plus. And, and the growth of women's sports deserves – an opportunity from that standpoint. So I think we're bullish in the fact that we believe that we can operate that building for 100 to 120 events uh, a year. And, you know, it's going to take a great partnership with the district. I mean, you know, but I think when it comes to the NBA, the NHL, you know, platform and the growth of it, you know, having more space and expansion opportunities to really highlight, you know, what we do, we think is important. And we think it's great from a fan journey standpoint, a fan experience standpoint. And, you know, hopefully creates a lot of value. And, you know, I I think everyone knows in in the marketplace, I mean, our commitment, you know, overall to growing the games. I mean, we bought our regional sports network really to help grow the game. I mean, our fans come from, you know, north of Baltimore, south of Richmond. You know, we are the third largest DMA in the country in the greater Washington region. So, like, us buying the broadcast, we really wanted to uh, hyper-focus on, you know, improving that broadcast experience of people are following our teams that can't be at the live event itself. So, you know, we look at this, you know, opportunity now on the uh, physical piece of it, on the arena growth, you know, as potentially an opportunity to even expand on, on some of those efforts. Jim, quickly, let me just ask you about the political side of it. So, again, the process is what's confusing to a lot of us. So you guys get a win. You talk about this four-week window, I, I assume, where there's going to be the the, uh, the next vote. Um, it. Could this all like you're you're optimistic? You got a four week period here where you're going to really educate people. But what other hurdles do you have? Like, what if the vote doesn't go your way? I know you're optimistic that it will. Um, if it doesn't, is it dead? Or are there other avenues? There are other processes? Because people talk about oh, they don't want to give young kid a win, right? Or you know that now politics gets involved in all right. this. Everything's political. Yeah, and they're going to have to wait a year and all that. Can you talk about those different <clears throat> scenarios? You know, I think we, we believe in what we've shared, and we've been very transparent in it. We think this opportunity creates 30,000-plus jobs. We think it's a $12 billion economic impact for, you know, the state of Virginia and also the city uh, of Alexandria. I think we're focused on it. We, we feel very confident in, you know, the process, and we are comfortable that, you know, the overall framework of the agreement from the MEI, which was the initial vote in, in December through, you know, passing in the House, we think we can get through – uh, the next steps of, of the center process. And I, I think we are committed to, to working with, you know, all of our key partners in, in making that a reality. And, you know, I think that's really the big focus for us. I, I think, you know, one of the great things that we have over the next couple of weeks is the opportunity for those people that have questions and those, you know, key people that we support from, uh, you know, political landscape, making sure that they have all the information <clears throat> so they can accurately decide, you know, those, those final steps. And I think we're optimistic that by the middle of March, you know, we'll have all those approvals in place. So I think that's our big focus right now. And, you know, we're hyper, uh, you know, uh, targeting on, on, on that outcome. So I, I think we feel really good about the direction we're going in. JBS, quick, I don't know if you answered this because yeah. I've been, I'm just confused at everything, but are the Mystics, <laughs> are the Mystics going to play at Cap One? Or I think there was a tweet from Monumental saying that they're going to play at uh, Entertainment Sports Arena. Is that true? 
Yeah, I think right now we're, we're committed to the entertainment and sports arena. You know, okay. we, we think in partnership, you know, uh, there is a, a landscape in the future to hopefully move the Mystics to uh, Capital One Arena. We think a lot of that is based on the need for, you know, more seats and more capacity for the women's game and the way it's growing from that standpoint. So, you know, I think we're optimistic in time that, you know, as we look at, you know, the next generation of Capital One Arena and what that landscape may look like, that the Mystics are a part of it. But, you know, in that time between now and then, I mean, we're certainly going to, you know, still have one of the best atmospheres in the WNBA at the Entertainment Sports Arena. And, you know, it's it's interesting with, you know, the growth of the women's game. It's funny. The secondary market, the secondary ticket market is booming for the Mystics. And, you know what, there's not too many sports that have had that opportunity, you know, when it's come to the women's game. So I, I think we're outgrowing that space. But, you know, I think in the short period of time, you know, our, our commitment and focus is, you know, to continue to play at the Entertainment Sports Jim, Arena. Jim, are you, are you, are you going to put me in the uh, Hennessy loft? Is that, where, is that where I'm going to be or for the Warriors? I think we're going to have more transformational opportunities. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe take a look at a loft experience. But I think, you know what, uh, E.B., we'll have uh, probably some other opportunities that you may want to dabble in as we go into this new new arena. I think, you know. No, he's talking about I'm talking next about week. Warriors game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're yeah. talking to Warriors. Oh, man. Where are you going to put me? in the moment. I thought you guys were also – I heard you guys earlier today talking about Luke Bryan, too. So, I didn't know if you were positioning, you know, for that big show that we have coming to the No, arena, you know but, what? I actually bought tickets to the Zach Brian show for my wife okay. and all them in, but no, they bought them in Philly for some reason. Maybe Zach, Ryan or Luke Bryan. Zach Bryan. Oh, oh, Zach Bryan. Zach I think Bryan. we botched yep. it though. Oh, okay. So you know what? I'm working on the uh, the Warriors experience. I know I've got okay. a lot of pressure on me from that standpoint in a couple <laughs> weeks. So you got my commitment that we'll make sure that you guys have a, a really cool experience. So we'll try to see you if we can make do. that happen. Very Jim, good. you're the best. Thank you, Just Jim. throw in the parking. <laughs> Parking's key. Thank you, Jim. It's All Jim right, Van Stone, President care. of Business Operations right. and Chief Commercial Officer at Monumental Sports and Entertainment. If you want to chime in, 800-636-1067. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 